0: It's the B-List Daily on the new 105.5 Sports. Aaron Morse phoning in for Matty B on this Monday morning. Coach Dave Wing in studio as well. And join us on the phone from patspropaganda.com. Mike Dusso to talk all things New England Patriots. And, well, Mike... Uh, as as heartbreaking as shocking a loss, probably in a long time for New England. Yesterday, uh, you have a post up already on on PatsPropaganda Tell us a little about what that post breaks down in terms of uh the play there, the the miracle in Miami or whatever you want to call it. <laughs>
1: Miracle. Definitely not a miracle for me, uh, right, right? Yeah, it's uh oh my gosh. Well, I mean, I, I was trying to place myself back in the headspace of how I was feeling, you know, right before that play because it, it looked like all right, the Patriots—they weren't perfect, um, but they were looked like they were going to escape with a win. And then, you know, obviously that all went out the window with that one play. Which I mean, I was just uh, listening to the radio. I guess that, you know something like that hasn't happened, uh, you know, and, and since the Super Bowl started, um, so it just—I I mean, part of me thinks wow, that's one crazy play, and it's unfortunate that that's going to be, you know, the, the, the dominant conversation. Um, but, you know, I think that there were still a lot of the same issues, even if they had escaped with a win, uh, which was just, you know, the inconsistency that we've kind of seen all year. And, and on the road, uh, they had multiple chances to put it away on offense, and they kind of sputtered, uh, despite, you know, Gronk and Edelman kind of having comeback games. Uh, and I think a big part of that was the run game and, and just how they couldn't really get that going. And then defensively, same inconsistency, uh, you know, getting gashed in the early downs. And, and, and those were the problems that, that did end up costing them the game. And, you know, we've seen those before. So I think kind of that's who the Patriots are.
0: I don't get why they struggle in Miami like this. I don't understand it at all.
1: Yeah, I mean, the, the weather's always an issue, I feel like, at this point. You know, you settled in. And, and I mean, I think it's just part of its position too. I mean, so many... Divisional games, even with the Bills, when they've been terrible, and the Jets, when they've been terrible, are are close games. And you know, Miami has definitely landed the most punches on the Patriots dynasty, though, of the three teams.
2: Yeah. Well, it's the only team that that he has a losing record again. He's seven and ten wow. against Miami, uh, Brady. Interesting, Crazy. I because I, I I have complained, Mike, um, the last several years. This is the third year in a row that the late late season game has been in Miami, and. I I can't believe it doesn't flip-flop. I mean, they need to come to the cold once in a while. <laughs> and I know that means that we'd be down there in the really, really warm weather, but, you know, so be it. But uh, I don't understand why the, the second game the last three years has been down there in the heat versus up here in the cold. And uh, I don't know who's making the schedule, but that doesn't make sense to me.
1: Yeah. Well, two years ago it, did, it didn't bother them. Uh, and then last year and yeah. this year, obviously, it did. Uh, you know, it's it, whatever the reasoning. I mean, it's just uh, it's remarkable, and uh, I mean, I, I can't. I still am wrapping my head around the final play of the game.
0: Well, oh, I know. And going back to that, Gronk being on the field, you touched on it in your post. Obviously, very controversial. They weren't going to throw a hail mary there, and he's the guy who's going to knock down the hail mary. But they were too far away even for that. And so, don't you want someone faster out there? I don't know what your thoughts were on the, having Gronk out there uh, uh, as uh, as the as a free safety way back by the goal line, which did not work,
1: obviously. Sure, yeah. I mean, I, part of me wondered if they were, you know, maybe thinking that they were going to play kind of the short bomb, you know, like they kind of throw it to the 30 and then start the lateral stuff, uh, in which case, you know, you might have had Gronk coming out. I I mean, it is one of those rare personnel kind of situational brain farts that, you know, the Patriots have made the last 18 years on, uh, you know, being prepared and executing at the end of the game. And uh, and they certainly, you know, didn't do that there. And, and I mean, you can talk plenty about Gronk should or shouldn't have been on the field, but, I mean, he should have been tackled a long time before it got to Gronk oh, yeah. trying to get him at the corner. Uh, you know, you had multiple guys kind of whiffing, and, and, I mean, I think that's what's so unbelievable about it is this Patriots defense is kind of, you know, they're not anything if they're not just solid tacklers. And, and, you know, I think they were leaving the league in tackle rate coming into the game. Uh, And that's what makes this play even more surprising is that, you know, you really would have thought they would have had him down and and it was game over.
0: Yeah, very surprising. I mean, the the Patriots defenders looked like they were moving in slow motion, like they weren't quite sure – what to do there? And there was one big block I saw that got thrown there near the end that really sprung Drake, who I think never seriously thought he could actually score until maybe about the 20-yard line.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think that block was old friend uh, Ted Larson, who was one of the rare Patriots you know, draft picks that they had to get rid of and, and actually went on to have some career success. But, uh, yeah, his block on Patrick Chung, he had J.C. Jackson whiff a couple times. I mean, I think on those plays there's always a degree of uncertainty of, of how you're going to kind of angle it off. Uh, and that's why they're tro- slowly trying to constrict. But all it takes is, you know, one block, one missed tackle, and uh, and he's got an angle and he's gone.
2: Seems, Mike. It seems to me uh, mentally, you know, uh, Goskowski is so good, and he's been so good for so long. And I, I, as soon as he missed the extra point, and then of course the field goal, I looked at my wife and I said, you know. When he does that, that's always a signal that somehow the team is – they're not all there mentally, and bang, something bad happens. Well, then we get Brady at the end of the half. He, he takes an uncharacteristic sack, and the clock runs out. And then uh, and then the play at the end of the game, it, it just seemed like it was one of those days that didn't have to be. I think they, they – I, I made the case to, to one of my friends. I said, I think I would have – when it was fourth down and they had the ball down in deep, instead of kicking the field goal, I think it would have run another play, because even if yeah. they don't get it, and there's 15 seconds left, they got 90 plus yards to go as opposed to, you know, half a field. Sure,
1: yeah, it's. I mean, a lot of a lot of you know, just weird situations, and then we've seen that a lot in Miami, where it's just the way things kind of went. It Crazy hell was an off day. Uh, I mean, and, then, and then unfortunately, you don't even really think you're having the memory of of the punt blocks that they had. Which I two know. Two and, of them. Um, you know, so it, it it cut both ways yesterday for sure. Uh, it's just, I mean, I think ultimately what you take away is they're, they're probably going to have to go to Kansas City for the AFC Championship. And, you know, really what counts now is just getting that second seed, having to win in Pittsburgh, which Boy. is, you know, one of the only places where they've won road games in the playoffs so hard to do. Uh, The harder their path is, the less likely it is they're going to make it back to the Super Bowl. Uh, But, you know, I still think you've got a veteran team there that they're going to be probably in any game they play in a playoff. I don't see them, you know, getting totally blown out. It might be a shootout, uh, but I still think they've got the veterans and the experience to to put up a pretty good fight no matter who they play.
2: Yeah, I agree. You know, unfortunately, they could end up being the third seed, Mm -hmm. which means that they could have to go on the road twice, and that is not
1: good. No, that I mean that's you know I mean they they played so few road playoff games I mean you know the AFC Championship games in 2013 and 2015 in Denver and I mean you could just see how beneficial home field advantage was in those games. Uh, you got to go all the way back to 2006 against the Chargers for so the last time they they won a road playoff sure. game. You know not to not to wow. say oh that's an indictment of of how the Patriots are bad, I mean, it's a testament to how good they are during the regular season and earning those home games, but it's hard for any team to win on the playoffs on the road, and especially consistently, so uh, they're going to really need all hands on deck for this next game and and to put this one behind them.
0: Well, and Pittsburgh's reeling a bit, though. That's got to be a little encouraging, right?
1: Oh, for sure. And I mean, of all the road places, you've got to go against good teams. I mean, they had, you know, the most success there, but... Uh, you know, I still think Pittsburgh is, is a, you know, a wounded animal, so to speak, a little bit, as are the Patriots, and uh, I think that's what's exciting about the matchup. But, you know, they obviously plenty of talent uh, to, to give us headaches, and, I mean, you know, it's just can we get a consistent performance out of the team where, you know, it's, uh, that's, that's kind of what they need most. Because I think when they're balanced up front on offense and, and playing fundamentally sound on defense, they're, they're a good team, and, and that's the kind of game they're going to need against Pittsburgh.
0: Where would you rank this among the losses in the Belichick Brady era? <laughs> There's, there, you touched on Regular some of them. Regular season losses. <laughs> yeah. Regular season losses.
1: Yes. Regular season losses. Yeah, yeah. for sure. I, um, well, I mean, I think you got to go back to the Peyton Manning days. I mean, those those ones, 2005, 2006. Those two were uh, were both pretty painful. Uh, those ones jumped to mind immediately. You've got. Uh, you know some of the Jets losses. I don't know. I mean, it's just this one was just such a. Uh, I mean, it's it's really unprecedented. So that's you know hard to hard to stack it up. Um, it'll certainly be one of the big footnotes. And I mean, you again, like you look at Miami with the Wildcat and with this game. Right. Uh, you know, when they look back on the on the Patriots dynasty, though, they'll, they'll have these few Miami moments where where the Dolphins definitely got the Patriots.
0: I was reading that it was the longest play from scrimmage. To win a game with no time left since the merger,
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: like right. in, in the entire NFL, that is pretty absurd.
1: Um, I mean, an- another record for Belichick, I guess. <laughs>
0: yeah, there we go. <laughs> right.
1: It thinks that it came against them, but my gosh, I mean, you know, you play long enough, I guess you, you, you see all sorts of things unfold, and uh, I mean, it's just this this one of all the Patriot moments. I mean, you can't put it up there with the helmet catch or the Manning no. catch yeah. or you know, maybe the Philly special, uh, but in terms of the regular season, it's uh, it's. I, I guess it's kind of the opposite of the butt fumble. We'll always have the butt fumble uh, <laughs> as a regular season, what a crazy moment, and, then, and now we'll have this.
0: <laughs> Speaking of that, I mean, my oh, goodness, boy. Mark Sanchez was bad yesterday. <laughs> it's a totally different topic, but that was uh...
2: – One time I looked up and they were saying he had something like, I don't know, not under 50% and he only had 48 yards in passing something like that just before the half i think it was it was crazy
0: yeah um yeah washington's all screwed up right now <laughs> the pick six to start the game set, definitely set the tone but uh my going back to the um to the patriots here you have the post up right now it's it's titled uh ladder really <laughs> <laughs> oh, question mark i nice. like it i like nice. it uh what else do you have on tap this week on pro- patchpropaganda.com?
1: Oh, my gosh, just, I guess, find a way to get over the shock of how that one ended uh, exactly. But, uh, you know, I think uh, for me the the thing that's going to most interest me is first to to dive in kind of in those early down defensive run struggles. Um, You know, I think Lawrence Guy and Malcolm Brown are are two guys who just kind of epitomize what is up with this defense, where they'll play great last week at home and, you know, are real solid up front and winning the battle in the trenches to – you know, yesterday getting gashed. I mean, you know, they were good on, for, on third down yesterday on defense. They they had their most sacks of the season, um, you know, and, and it, it, it just stinks that the, the early down stuff kind of fell apart and they got run all over. And, you know, it just goes to show you can have all the pass rushers in the world on third down, but if you can't stop the run on first and second down, you're, you're dead mean.
0: There you have it. Well, um, Mike, thanks so much for joining us. Coach, I don't know if you had any more questions you wanted to ask about the game or anything. All right, we're good then. So, Mike, thanks so much for joining us on the phone to talk some some Patriots. a a depressing day, certainly, uh, here in in New England, but uh, the Patriots have bounced back from worse. So, uh, Mike, thanks again. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon.